Another week, another no-hitter. Let's talk about Wade Miley, Luis Castillo again, and some prospects next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, May 10th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White and... Wade Miley threw a no-hitter on Friday against Cleveland, the second time Cleveland has been no-hit so far this season. He finished with eight strikeouts. He's got a 2.00 ERA. Scott, is Wade Miley a must-add starting pitcher in fantasy baseball? Well, the fact he's rostered in 59% of CBS Sports Leagues right now would suggest to you he's not. And frankly, pretty proud of the CBS Sports users that they've kept that number that low, even when he was kind of trending toward being a pickup before the no-hitter because the ERA, as you mentioned, is great. He has four wins already. But he's still Wade Miley. I mean, he's 34 years old. He's been around a long time. We know who he is. An extreme ground ball pitcher, maybe he'll keep that ERA down uh, all season long. Obviously not two, but maybe he'll keep it, you know, on the lower side of three. It's, It's possible. But it'll be a pretty hollow ERA because he doesn't get strikeouts. He doesn't even work that deep into games. This was on, The, the no-hitter was only his third quality start this year, even as well as he had been pitching. So, yeah, expectations still low for Miley. He's more of a streamer type. And you don't want to stream him this week either because he's at the Colorado Rockies in Coors Field. So maybe add him, but definitely don't play him this upcoming week. Let's fire up the worryometer. Talk about his teammate, Luis Castillo, Scott, because we are waiting for Luis Castillo to turn it on. He was drafted as a top 15 starting pitcher coming into the season. And at this point, he has a 6.42 ERA. Worryometer on Luis Castillo. It's about a six. Now, obviously... I'm not to the point of dropping him yet. I wouldn't drop him for Miley or anything like that. But uh, even when he's had stretches before in his career, when he struggled, it was more because he was getting hit hard than because his stuff wasn't there. You know, the velocity is basically back after some struggles with that early on. But that changeup, the the pitch he relies on so much, it just has not been effective. A combined 16 swinging strikes combined in his last three starts never had a stretch like that before. It's The pitch is just not working for him this year, and it, it's clear there's not much there for him if he doesn't have that changeup. So it's the sort of thing where maybe he regains the feel for it before his next start and is fine from that point forward, but Castillo's looking unstartable right now, and if he doesn't turn things around soon in, in those shallower leagues, it might get to the point where you, we, we start to talk about dropping him. Let's talk about a few prospects, Scott, who were called up this weekend. We'll start with Nate Pearson, the top pitching prospect in the Blue Jays organization. Did not look great on Sunday. Only lasted two and a third. He allowed three runs. He walked five against the Houston Astros. 59% rostered is Nate Pearson. Is he a must-add starting pitcher? Well, if the start went well, I might have said yes, but it went about as poorly as it could go. And we saw Pearson up for a stretch last year, and he was a must-add when he first got called up. By the end of that stretch, he was dropped in a lot of leagues. So he hasn't really done anything in the majors yet to merit me calling him must-add or must-roster or whatever. Obviously, there's a ton of upside there. He did make some changes to his mechanics prior to his promotion, trying to prevent injuries like the groin injury that he suffered early this year. Did not look efficient in his one minor league start before the promotion. I don't know if he's working through something there. But the bottom line is we just need to see him have some success at the major league level before we talk about him being must-add at this point. 
Trevor Larnack is an outfielder for the Minnesota Twins, a former first-round pick from back in 2018, known for having a plus hit tool. He's got a little bit of pop as well. He's 15% rostered, Scott. Are there any leagues where you should be adding Trevor Larnack right now? Well, five outfielder leagues with with Alex Kirilov being down for who knows how long and, and Byron Buxton being down. Larnack should get a pretty good look. It's kind of a second-tier prospect. I'm not saying there isn't a stud outcome in there because I think most prospects have a stud outcome, but... Uh, you know, less likely than Kirilov of meeting that. So I, I'm limiting Larnack to five outfielder leagues right now. We had a lot of news over the weekend, but the biggest news item was Jacob deGrom, who left Sunday's start early with right side tightness. And his manager, Luis Rojas, actually said the injury is closer to deGrom's lower back. So pay attention before lineups lock. I would be pretty surprised if he makes a start this week for the Mets, but... By the time you're listening or watching this, there might be another update. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.